All right, welcome back to the You Can't Tell Me How to Live podcast, number two out of 75. It is good to be here. I was pumped after recording yesterday, and to be honest, I really just wanted to sit down and keep talking on a microphone. There's something empowering about just being able to talk and at least have the appearance of somebody listening, even though, well... I did get one listen yesterday, but it might have just been me uh, opening up the podcast feed to make sure everything's working fine. So who really knows? But today I wanted to uh, talk about something that happened to me yesterday and then just an overarching theme, which is to care about people and not about their opinions of you. And that's much, much easier said than done. Right. Yesterday, there's there's this uh, there's this coronavirus going around. Right, April. What are we? April nineteenth, two thousand twenty. So we are a few weeks into the Corona quarantine, and what's starting to happen is people that I haven't been in touch with for a long time, or who I'm not in touch with on a frequent basis, right? Like old friends from college, old friends from high school, family members. Uh, these types of people all of a sudden are part of your social circle through Zoom and video conferencing. Right, and this is kind of strange because there's a sudden re-entrance of people into your life that you start to talk to regularly and you don't normally talk to. And for me, these people have been out of my life for almost 10 years. Um, you know, maybe I'll see some of my friends at a bachelor party, but you you know, that there are never any significant discussions at a bachelor party. Right. It's all boozing and hanging out and surface level discussions. Uh, maybe I'll be seeing people at weddings when you're spending most of the time with your dates. Uh, but just sitting on a Zoom call and just chatting for two or three hours is something that's kind of new. And uh, it, this is just really strange because th- these people, you know, 10 years you split ways 10 years ago and now you come back and you're getting their opinions of what you're doing or at least their opinions of what they see that you're doing and that's not always easy to deal with so you know in my my last year i've left my job and i'm i'm you know basically kind of floating around and trying to figure out the best way to start a business and that's not a, a one-day transition, right? So I've been doing some contracting work. I've tried to start up and failed. And now I get a lot of comments about like, oh, what is what is your thing that you're doing these days or what's your gig now, right? And there's this implied kind of mm, disapproval, right? An implied disapproval with what's going on or like an implied lack of respect, which is totally fine. Like, I think that's easier to deal with because I don't think people have the context. But what what really bothers uh, me is this idea of uh, just straight up making fun of somebody's work. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me because I'm like mad. It, it bothers me on an emotional level. Like, it bothers me personally. So if somebody makes fun of my work, it bothers me to an extent that I'm I do not like that it will, it will alter my behavior and that is I don't think that I'm the only person that deals with that 
I think that when you leave uh, leave a nice, safe, cushy engineering job, and you are trying to go out into uh, some other career, right? Like leaving. Most people think you're an idiot if you leave the type of engineering job that Silicon Valley can give you these days then uh, you have to be willing to put yourself out there with whatever your new thing is. And that takes a lot of confidence. And uh, people tearing that down doesn't feel great. So um, it's, I think that there's this separation that you have to have in your mind between the actual person and their opinion. And you have to realize that the opinions of these people isn't all that important. In fact, um, in fact, sometimes you have to look at the people who you split ways with 10 years ago and you have to understand that they're not in the same circumstance as you. And so in a way, it's either like their opinion doesn't matter or their their opinion, uh, th them having a, p a low opinion of it is actually a good thing, right? Because a lot of people, a lot of times criticism is, almost all the time, criticism is coming from an internal insecurity or internal problem and they're projecting that problem. And, uh, you know, if that is happening, it means you're on the right track. It means you're doing something that's making other people uncomfortable. And that means that you are doing something right. Uh, you're not going to make everybody uncomfortable, but you have to make some people uncomfortable to be successful. So, yeah, I had I had this experience yesterday where, you know, I kind of I kind of got a little bit of that and it. It hurts a lot more from somebody that you know than from somebody that you don't know. But it, it, at the end of the day, it, it just doesn't—it just doesn't matter what they think. And and if uh, you know, I think I'll I'll probably talk about this sometime in the next few days. But but there's—you have a choice of who you want to spend your time with. And spending your time with people from your job or with your old friends that you just happen to meet at the bar or with your old college friends is bringing you down then you don't have to spend time with them nobody is forcing you get to pick your friends nobody is forcing you who to hang out with nobody is forcing you who to put in effort to maintain a relationship with and so selecting those people like optimizing your selection of people that you surround yourself with is super super important and so what i'm taking away from this is basically that number one uh i'm you know if there's some people who are in my life we have a shared experience from a long time ago like i'm not going to deselect those people but i also don't have to care about the opinions or respect the opinions that they have and maybe i need to understand that the the less the lower their opinions goes the the better that i'm doing and and then second of all is that at, you know outside of those people unless you have a deep connection with them from a long time ago you get to select your social circle as an adult and there's no more reason for somebody who just happened to stumble into your life. Like these people from college, they stumbled into my life because we were both from the same socioeconomic background and we both played football and joined the fraternity. That is basically the qualifications in order to be my friend in college. So if, if you had a similar qualification to become your friends now as an adult, then you might need to seriously reevaluate who you're friends with and why. You might like these people, but I don't know if that, you know, somebody can be nice, but that doesn't mean they're adding value. 
and you might think that uh, that a value add is a crude way to pick your friends, but I don't think that's true at all. I think that if uh, if your friends give you value and you give them back value, then that is a better foundation for a friendship than somebody who just likes to get together and drink beers with you. So that's my uh, that's it for today. You can uh, damn if that one listener was actually listening, you can definitely email me through the website you can't tell me how to live.com and you can find me on the Instagram you can't tell me how to live.com. Hit me up in the DMs. I get like zero per day. So I'll definitely respond. But until next time, talk to you tomorrow.